You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Ladies and gentlemen. Check, check, one, two. Let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Ready, ready, ready. Time for the head coach Quinn Snyder Show here as the Jazz get ready for the L.A. Lakers from Orlando. And coach, before we get into the game, one thing I'm hearing from a lot of people is kind of talk of spirit and bench energy and some uniqueness to playing in an environment without fans. What are you experiencing on that, and how important is that internal spirit of a team? Well, I think it's important because you can you can really hear, and I think it's more than just kind of uh, enthusiasm. Um, I, I think it's also talking to the players on the floor about what what it is you're trying to do. Um, but it's certainly it's certainly a something that's different and uh, I think it can be a factor as well to the Los Angeles Lakers their greatest attribute other than some of their individual talent is probably their length defensively what do you have to do against that length defensively well I think you've got to make them move um, you know and, and be mindful of you know when you do attack and you're attacking McGee in the middle of the floor um, they're really able he, he's able to use his length more effectively and I think their closeouts are, are shorter so the biggest thing though is to, to get ball movement um, whether that be you know in transition where hopefully they're not set and shifted where they can um, make plays they're also they're really smart <laughs> I think you know obviously LeBron is one of the smartest players that's ever played the game and you know, he's able to sniff out a lot of things and, and make plays. I watched the first, rewatched the first quarter of your game all the way back in December. And I mean, crazy different lineups and things of that nature. But early in that game, you had that ball movement and then it kind of dissipated and they just went on this massive run. What is it that creates that difference? Is that something they're doing or just the focus on your part cannot blink at any point against these guys? Well, I think, as you said, you know, that. The they really you know they went went on a run. I think some of that was, um, you know, we turned the ball over. We weren't efficient, and it just it's compounded because they're out scoring in transition, and then you're just consistently taking the ball out of the net. Um, but the other thing is you know is shooting, and as we space the floor, um, it becomes easier for us to either drive lanes you know or get open shots. From a big picture jazz standpoint, how much are you playing each of these games individually and how much of it is an eight game set to try to be ready for the playoffs, which you already know you're in? I think it's both, you know, um, part of getting ready for the playoffs is, you know, competing with the expectation of trying to win every night. Um, you're also aware, you know, as we were, against Oklahoma City at a certain point in the game. Um, if the game's basically out of reach, you, you can't press that in that situation, and you have to adjust there too. 
Coach, best of luck against the Lakers tonight. I hope you're doing well. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you. Thank you.